so far I think that I don't really care what am I doing as long as it is contributing to the to the country. Because honestly, it's amazing feeling to wake up every morning and knowing that you're going to work, doing something that you truly, truly believe and would do anything to get it done, like no matter what. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of the Lieberland Show. I'm your host, Adam J. Carswell. Today we are joined by Peter Kovena. Peter is the Chief of Staff of Lieberland. Peter, thank you for coming on the show and do you have any opening remarks for our listeners today? Hello and thank you for having me. Actually, yeah, uh, Chief of Staff, it sounds, it sounds really good. Uh, me and Viet, we were looking for, for the name for my position and it was a really tough, tough job. So yeah, we ended up with this, but I do pretty much everything that occurs. Yeah, and you mentioned briefly before the call, Chief of Staff, it sounds like you're also helping with email migration for the leaders of the country. What are some other things that you're working on that are keeping you pretty busy over there? Exactly, exactly. Well, actually, the main task uh, why I'm in, in the presidential office of Liberland is uh, that I am in sort of a sales position. I'm trying to help people who want our citizenship and don't know about the opportunity, trying to offer them the citizenship and uh, to help them to get it as easily as possible. Of course, this also helps us keep running further and further. Since, since there's quite a few, of, just a few of us in, in the office, I'm also doing yeah, the migration and uh, what else? I was fixing the e-residency project. I don't know whether you have heard of it, but we've had some issues with e-residencies because uh, there were some people who didn't receive it for quite some time after making the order. So I was, well, fixing up the database and apologizing people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, in regards, Peter, to e-residency, that's one thing that I know a lot of Lieberlandians are excited about, receiving that card. It kind of is, is a sign of progress within the country. What could you say? I know you said you had to apologize or send a lot of sorries out to people that maybe haven't gotten their cards yet. Maybe for another listener right now that, that is still waiting on their card or is interested in e-residency, what can our listeners know today about the cards moving forward? So first of all, if there's anyone out there who, who didn't receive his card yet, well, I'm really sorry about this, actually. And yeah, in the database, there were some people who, whose address was not or well, did not appear and we weren't able to send it. Yeah, first of all, I would apologize for that to those people. Anyway, yeah, the e-residency is a project that's, well, since, that since April. Uh, I wasn't at Liberal at the time yet. It's a way to support the foundation to become like a verified person who's got an ID. It's amazing uh, because uh, in the future, we are planning that you can actually use this as an ID to some, to some crypto brokers and this stuff so i mean it's for the people who like the uh like the innovations also you could start a company uh in the economic free trade zone that's currently well signed you could do that also through an e-residency technically all right and you you caught my attention there with a word that you used you said crypto broker that's the first time i've actually heard that phrase i can kind of let my imagination go and and wonder what that is could you Share with us what a crypto broker is. Oh, sorry. Maybe it was just a bad expression. I meant basically any site on which you can buy cryptocurrency. Gotcha. Okay. And you also mentioned, you know, you weren't with us. You weren't with Liberland in, uh, in April. 
So tell us a little bit about your journey and how you became a Lieberlandian. Actually, I was uh, I was astonished when I first found out about this project at the beginning, at 2015, when the newspapers were full of this. And I was watching the project grow for, for the whole period of time. But actually, I wasn't really, you know, I didn't really think that I, I had anything to offer to this project. It took me a while to, to actually write an email to Liberland. And, but when I did, it was quite easy. I just came in and... Yeah, basically after an interview, they took me. Where, uh, where in the world are you originally from? Well, I'm originally from the Czech Republic. Okay, so are you right, right there in Prague? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually residing in Prague because here's also the residential office of Liberland. So, yeah. So, you know, 2015 is when you first found out about Liberland. Was there any interaction with the country from then until your recent acceptance as chief of staff did you get to know anyone else a part of the team yeah actually it's funny because uh, this project attracts attention you know well for sure you know because it's just someone asks you what do you do and you say that you are working for well for movement that's got an effort to start a country mm-hmm. <laughs> so so basically this uh, gets you to know plenty and plenty of people i was for example wearing this pin on my jacket it's been all with the flag of Liberland and even people were stopping me on the streets because they were recognizing this, uh, this flag. Wow. And yeah, so that's also the way you make connections with people. Yeah, basically it attracts attention a lot. You get to know a lot of people through Liberland as well inside because uh, Liberland is built by many influential and uh, many really successful people. So they know a lot of people. Yeah, it's also a great opportunity to make some networking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what, I'm, I'm curious now that you've been working on the project, building the country here, what is something that has happened in your life since then where you kind of just said to yourself, wow, I, I never thought that I would be doing this one day. <laughs> uh, I think that it is not what you're expecting me to say, but actually it was the very first day when I came for the interview. Because, you know, I knew Viet from, from the newspapers and from everywhere. And I was, he actually even, even ran for the elections to European Parliament and I voted for him. So he was like big persona for me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't expect uh, to meet him at the interview. I thought that there was going to be just some other people, some, some other employees of him. So when he came into the office, I was really astonished. <laughs> that yeah. was a huge thing for me. And then we were talking for like two hours with each other. And I was thinking, okay, I wasn't ever expecting this happening to me. I can hear, I hear you on that. I mean, even my, uh, my Lieberland beginning story was pretty similar. I went to a networking event in Washington, D.C., thinking that I was going to go to a meetup of, you know, 50 to 100 people that were just excited about Lieberland. And then next thing you know, I'm sitting down and having, having dinner with Vitz and Tom Walls and Bogey <laughs> and all these guys. And it was just like, wow. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> sounds like you, you had the same experience. That's funny. Uh, and I know you said you didn't necessarily have a lot of professional experience maybe tied to what you're doing right now. I mean, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and you know, what, what you were working on or with prior to Liberland? Well, basically, before I became a part of Liberland, I was working in a bank on a sales position. So, uh, and that's pretty much what got me into Liberland because we was actually looking for someone like this. Well, not officially, but 
yeah. <laughs> it was in my CV, so <laughs> it's got his great his attention. Uh, so I was working, working with the sales position, and I was always uh, very enthusiastic about uh, working with people. Also, before that, I was uh, for some time studying acting. So that's actually what started the the whole thing that I was not really that analytical person anymore, but I was more into soft skills. Okay. Wow. So you were acting. I know we have, I want to say at least one or two other Lieberlandians that are in theater as well. Mariana Saditska, I think is her name. Anyways, what, uh, what type of theater or acting were you involved in? Did you get to perform live at all? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've done it prior to that. It was just a casual theater for like, I don't know, 300 people. So like, you know, Prague is full of theaters like this. So it's nothing, nothing special. And I was mostly doing it voluntarily or for like really minimum wage. <laughs> uh, I was doing with all my passion. Then I decided to actually study it at university. So I stopped studying my economic analysis degree and did this instead of, instead of that. Yeah. But then I found out that it's not really like a word for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think anyone who's an associate of Lieberland has a little bit of entrepreneurial spirit, a little bit of a unique path. They've probably gotten to where they're at in a way that even they probably looking back on it were like, wow, how did I get here? I know that's how I, how I kind of feel every day when I wake up. So yeah, I mean, I, I guess it sounds like you do have a bit of an entrepreneurial spirit too. Are there any other projects or things that you're working on outside of Lieberland that you're really passionate about? Well, currently I'm still finishing uh, my degree. So I'm in last year of my of my master's degree at the University of Economics. So yeah, I'm finishing that. And except of this, I have only time for Liberland, nothing else. Actually, you probably know how it works with Veed, but sometimes he types you in 1 a.m. and <laughs> you have to work with it, you have to do something. So no, I don't really have time for anything else. Recently, still playing American football for quite some time. But, oh, wow. And I stopped also <laughs> because I was more into this. So, yeah, but I hope to to start again this fall. So maybe maybe I will. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm curious now as American football, you've got to be one out of 100 people that plays it, right? Does anyone even really pay attention to it there? Well, of course, it's not like soccer or ice hockey or anything else in here, but mm-hmm. uh, we've got like four professional men's league oh, and wow. one professional women league. So it's it's not that terrible. I mean, for considering it's Czech Republic, it's it's quite a good level of American football. Right, that's what it sounds like. So what I'm curious now also, what, what position or positions were you playing when you were competing? Okay, so I guess you are into American football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I was playing DB. Okay. Um, I didn't really pick it. It was just a decision of a coach. So, yeah. So but the coach yeah. was like a typical American coach from the movies, you know. It was like <laughs> a guy who weighs at least 400 pounds and probably spends most of his life by drinking beer and uh, eating. <laughs> <laughs> is he, um, that's hilarious. Is he from the States? Yeah, he's from the States. <laughs> and he's had his American accent and was yelling at us those american football stuff and marine stuff and these nice. things you heard from the american movies so yeah definitely so it was it was just a, a memor- memorable experience no matter what <laughs> definitely definitely it was yeah and and i noticed you also said you played db so to me that also shows like you, you definitely know what you're talking about for anyone listening right now db stands for defensive back so i'm also assuming you prefer to hit people rather than be the one getting hit 
Mm, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. But again, it was not really my preference to become to become uh, DB. But I'm not really good at throwing stuff, so it was better for me to catch stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so you're so you're a, a former banker working on his masters. That's the chief of staff for Lieberland, and also a former fo- uh, American football player and actor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is that too much? <laughs> no, that's that's like that's a perfect mix of everything. I, I feel like there's probably some other things in there that maybe you're forgetting. So I'll give you some time to to meditate on what other crazy things you've gotten into. But what Peter, what have you found would be like some good advice for maybe someone like yourself who wants to start working with Liberland but they don't know where to get started? How can I mean, in your opinion, how can they best put a foot forward and start getting involved? I will actually start at the part uh, whether to pick Liberland or anything else, you know, because uh, for me, it was actually when I decided to go for Liberland, it was one of those times in life when you actually go for the one thing that you believe that is actually right. It doesn't really matter whether it's Liberland or anything else, but considering that there is someone outside who, who actually is into it that much, and probably there is because we are receiving like tons of email every day uh, from people who probably might have uh, this passion for Liberland. It's it's actually hard, but uh, they have to find out what they can offer to Liberland because uh, I mean Liberland is quite a brand now for for many people who are who are seeking asylum, etc. So far, it's not that the country can give you something. It's still that you have to give something to the country. So they should find out what they are good at. And then they can send us an email or come and present it to ourselves. And I think it's not hard because we have representatives in over 100 countries, I think. And there is always someone to turn to. And I think that he will give them this attention. Yes, absolutely. And, and I should also say for anyone listening, make sure you stay up to date with the Liberland news and the Liberland calendar. I know if you just go to Liberland.org, the calendar is there with upcoming events that we have over the next at least few months, if not a year. And then the news, the news outlets, especially Liberland Press. I know I'm a part of the Facebook team there. There's always updates on what's going on within Liberland. So those are two great resources. And uh, I should also say, Peter, you guys have in, in Prague uh, a weekly meetup or some type of meetup that happens pretty frequently with Lieberland as well, correct? We do. We do. Uh, it happens actually once a month in, in uh, Ale Bar, which is, uh, which is actually the place uh, where, they, where they offer the Liber Beer Ale, if you've already had it or no. I have not uh, had it yet. I, I plan on uh, having my first Liber Beer in um, April when I come to come okay. to visit for the anniversary. Yeah. Okay, you're coming over. It's great, it's great. Uh, well, yeah, so that's the place. So, yeah, it's the place where all the supporters are meeting. Yeah, it's definitely this is happening. And I I would love for representatives to, to create a similar event in their own countries. For example, it doesn't have to be beer, you know. It can be just a cafe or right, <laughs> wherever right. you're from. But, you know, it would be great because... Uh, it's also a place we're talking about this so where you can meet new people and it's not just some folks who are going for a beer it's it's usually top programmers from from companies and ceos etc so it's like really real skilled people meeting and talking about liberland what has happened in the past month whether we already have this airport etc yeah definitely uh, that's um yeah we, we do have the airport now established over there not too far from from Sambor, correct were you there for uh for floating man fest last month 
yes, yes, I was there and it was so much fun, you know, because the area of Liberland and of Serbia as well is, is astonishing. Uh, certainly Serbia and Sombor and the city is quite poor, but uh, the people in there are great and the, there's plenty of fields topped with, uh, with everything, I don't know, with melons and <laughs> stuff. It's amazing. Real nice. Really nice. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna type it in here real quick. I'm pretty sure Floating Man, the second annual Floating Man, you can already purchase tickets for it. I know we've had a few ticket purchases mentioned to us the other day. Floatingman.ll.land. I'm gonna make sure that's the website. Let's see here. Yes. Um. So you can contact through their tickets. Boom. There it is. Yeah. So guys, everyone listening, if you go to Floatingman.ll dot land right now you can actually purchase tickets for the second annual Liberland music festival um i'll put a link to that in the show notes as well thank you for bringing it to my attention indirectly peter um, i almost <laughs> forgot to mention that so and then also to kind of follow up on what peter was just saying you know reach out to uh anyone that's been interviewed there's contact information all across these i mean it's really if you can't get a hold of someone at Liberland, then you're probably not trying hard enough and if you'd like to start a meetup for Liberland in your hometown, your home city, there's no reason you can't. If anything, that's a great way to immediately add value. So I just want to reemphasize to our listeners, Peter, thank you for, for again, sparking the idea. You can get involved with Liberland right away. It just comes down to your own personal action. So uh, with that being said, Peter, where do you see yourself working with the country um, in the next three to five years? Do you still see yourself chief of staff? Uh, what do you think your your? I mean, this is all imaginary, right? This is like a creative question. But what do you what do you want your personal future to kind of look like uh, with Liberland in the next three to five years? During this short period of time that I've been part of Liberland, I've uh, I've already found out that I definitely want to be part of Liberland in this period of time, which is also <laughs> important to say <laughs> because I know that there's been plenty of people who have left after a couple of months. So yeah, but so far I think that I don't really care what am I doing as long as it is contributing to the to the country. Because honestly, it's amazing feeling to wake up every morning and knowing that you're going to work, doing something that you truly, truly believe and would do anything to get it done, like no matter what. I would love to do now and then move abroad on some missions, etc. It would be amazing to network also with people uh with people from other countries directly in person yeah that would be great i would love to be for example diplomat one day It'd be great perfect yeah i love that question because it, it kind of gives us all a, a way to create our <laughs> own future with Liberland. for me i know I, i'd like to be sitting at a uh, a very fancy recording studio in, in downtown <laughs> Liberland recording the podcast live all right peter thank you for for your time thank you for joining us today do you um do you have, I should say, what's the best way for anyone listening if they do want to follow up and get in touch with you? I know you said you're getting bombarded with emails, but what is the best way to get a hold of you? I think that the best way and the most convenient way is to, is to just uh, write us on Facebook. I'm trying to read the messages as, as often as possible and as soon as it makes just a bit of sense, the message itself, I'm responding it and I'm trying to take care of this person. So. Anyone can contact me directly through the Liberland's Facebook. Perfect. And, uh, and any any closing remarks, any final words before we wrap this thing up? 
Many, many people actually think that uh, Liberland is <laughs> some sort of joke. They are asking me, is this a joke or is this for real? So it would be great if just any person who's listening could tell a few friends that there's a, there's a thing like Liberland, that there's a project like Liberland. And yeah, it would make us much more popular so that all the public knows that this project exists and it would make the job for, for us who work for Liberland much easier. Definitely. Spread the word, spread awareness, and keep listening. And <laughs> keep listening exactly. to the Leader Spread the word. But Peter, thank you so much again. We're going to close it out here. I thank you, Adam. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. This has been episode 41 of the Lieberland Show. We were joined today by Peter Krovina, the Chief of Staff for Lieberland. I'm your host, Adam J. Carswell. Thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you in the next episode. Guys, if you enjoy listening to The Lieberland Show, be sure to check out my own personal podcast called Dream Chasers. On Dream Chasers, we interview individuals with supernatural amounts of potential based on early success in their careers. Go ahead and do a web search on it. Again, my name is Adam Carswell, Adam J. Carswell. Go ahead, type in Dream Chasers, and it should pop up for you to listen there. Thanks for tuning in to The Lieberland Show. And we will catch you in the next episode. Thanks.